0: Let's open up with a hand clap of praise for Jesus this afternoon, hallelujah, glory to the name of the Lord, we praise you, we glorify your name, hallelujah, thank you Jesus, thank you
1: Lord, hallelujah, hallelujah, glory to your name, hallelujah, hallelujah, thank the Lord, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. he is worthy of your
0: praise, he is worthy today of to praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank the Lord, thank the Lord. Just welcome everyone out to the house of the Lord this afternoon. Those watching by the live stream, we welcome you. Uh, it's great to see everybody out today. Uh, we had a great time yesterday. We got together for Mama's 70th birthday picnic over there, so... Uh, just thank all those for coming to that yesterday and participating in whichever way. We thank you greatly for that. Uh, Brother Brandon, his, his eyes may be uh, bloodshot and severely red for standing in smoke for a while yesterday doing the uh, grilling. We appreciate him. and uh, uh, We figured probably after we might have should have pulled the grill plum out of the barn back there, but it, it just got a little smoky, so... Uh, our eyes burning this morning, but we thank the Lord for a good time yesterday. And uh, we want to uh, make some announcements this morning. Sister Lane, uh, they may walk on in, but not here at the moment. Her birthday is on Wednesday, the twenty sixth. So we want to give her a hand clap of praise for her birthday. May the Lord bless her. And so we thank the Lord for her. Also, the uh, nice polo shirts. That uh, Sister Kessie had ordered are in, and they are in the the fellowship hall. So uh, be sure and uh, check yours out. What you had ordered, uh, and uh, they are they have come in uh, for for everyone. Uh, they're in the fellowship hall. So remember that uh, on the polo shirts. Praise Lord. Also want to make mention. Uh, that we will be having Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. So uh, we we didn't have one this past uh, Wednesday for the uh, camp in uh, Arkansas, but this coming Wednesday we'll be back to our Bible study. So on the 26th, remember that, 7 p.m. will be uh, into the Word of God. And having midweek worship be here, if at all possible. You will truly be blessed uh, during the midweek service uh, I know I am richly blessed at, uh making that effort to come to the house of the Lord in the middle of the week it gives me strength and motivation and encouragement to make to keep going on, and I know we all need that each and every week. So remember that, and also on Saturday, coming up the 29th, this coming Saturday, is our fellowship meeting that will be here, uh, so that will begin at 5 p.m. Uh, and so remember that. Come out uh, through the fellowship meeting. Let's uh, meet and worship the Lord and brothers and sisters of the Lord. Uh, that'll be a great time. And also, there is a sign-up sheet on the board back there to bring some uh, snack food for uh, afterward after the service. Uh, uh they did this for us up there at Bible Center Assembly and uh they just had a tremendous turnout and so we want to uh we want to likewise do the same and, and treat everyone with uh, some uh refreshment afterward. So uh be sure and sign up for that to bring something uh for after service on Saturday at our fellowship meeting at five PM. Remember that it will be starting at five PM. And so those are the uh the things coming up. It seemed like there was something else. That I was supposed to mention, but it may I think maybe I got everything. Praise the Lord! So we're going to go to our um, uh, devotion this morning. And our devotion today comes from the Book of Acts, Acts chapter 17. We're going to start reading in verse 24. Now, Apostle Paul uh, telling us here, he was waiting on Timothy uh, and Silas to come to uh, to meet with him in Athens, and as Paul was uh, walking around the city. He was noticing how the city was given over to just idol worship. You talk a statue here, statue there. They were they were worshipping every god known to man that they possibly could, not not realizing knowing that there was nothing in what they were worshipping. There was no power, there was no life there. They was not helping them whatsoever and he noticed that and they, they even had one that they had come up to the unknown god, but so as we pick up in verse 24 says, God who made the world and everything in it, since he is Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in temples made with hands, nor is he worshipped with men's hands as though he needed anything, since he gives to all life, breath, and all things. And this uh, this reminds me of our Sunday school lesson this morning. It kind of fits right in. You know, there's nothing we can. There's there's nothing that we can do for the Lord ourselves. We're not going to minister to Him and help Him out in any kind of way. There's nothing we can do. It's He gives life. He gives a breath. He gives all things that we need. Anything you need is in Christ Jesus. He gives you life. He gives the breath you have. Whatever you need today, whatever whatever is on your heart today. He he is going to supply that every need. He, he is well able to do that. In verse 26, says, And he has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth and has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings so that they should seek the Lord in the hope that they might grope for him and find him. Though he is not far from each one of us, I heard a, a minister say one time, "Help is closest when needed the most," and that's that's the very case today. Help is help is here today when needed the most. Help is the closest when it's needed the most. He is not far from us. We don't have to go seeking afar off for Christ Jesus. He is here today. He is in He is in the house today. Hallelujah. Verse 28 said, For in him we live and move and have our being, as also some of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful today to know I don't serve or worship an idol, I serve and worship a living God in yeah, Christ Jesus. He is alive and well. He yeah. remains. He He was from the beginning, from everlasting to everlasting. That's who I serve and worship today. I don't have to go far. I feel His presence right now. Hallelujah. I don't have to go far to seek Him, but I'm going to seek Him because my heart desires Him. My heart desires a move of His presence today. I don't know what what your desire is this afternoon, but if we can just as a corporate body, a group of people that's worshiping the one true God, Jesus Christ, just dedicate this next few moments of time just to worship Him, thanking Him for our life. For the breath that we're breathing right now, and everything else that we're concerned about we brother Bobby talked about worrisome this morning we we don't need to worry about this thing or that thing or what's going to come down the pike. All we need to do is be thankful for Jesus to give us in our life, the breath in our body, and when we do that, and we make, we create an atmosphere right now of just praise and worshiping Him just for those things. Watch, watch out, and look at what the Lord's going to do this afternoon. Let's stand as a praise team comes, and let the Lord have His way in our service today. Hallelujah.
2: and rejoice in Jesus.
0: Lamb of God, hallelujah. He is worthy of it all, hallelujah. From him are all things, to him are all things, hallelujah. He is so worthy this afternoon of our praise and glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He is so worthy of His praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He deserves nothing nothing less than the best that we can give Him in our praise and worship because He's worthy of it all. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. How great it is just to praise the name of Jesus, just to lift up the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. To cry, holy, holy, holy is the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to His name, glory to His name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah.
1: hallelujah, hallelujah.
2: hallelujah, hallelujah. hallelujah, hallelujah.
0: Because He is holy, it gives a desire within me to be more like Him. I want to be more like Him. I want want to be more and more like Jesus because I know He is holy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And He is worthy of praise. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Pastor, I, I got this little... Uh, the song of mine, we used to sing quite a bit. I don't know if I can remember them, but I'm going to try to just sing uh, a stanza over too. I feel Jesus. I
1: feel Jesus. Moving in your life right now.
0: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. I feel Him today. Hallelujah. So thankful that I feel what is real. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's not phony. Hallelujah. It is real. Hallelujah. He is real within within me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This, This body of mine is his temple. Hallelujah. Your body is the temple of the Lord this afternoon. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. 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 He is holy. Praise His holy name. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. God is good. And all the time. Hallelujah. Let's give Him one more hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord, thank the Lord. We're going to ask the blessings over tithe and offering of this week. I know the the Lord has still had much He wants to do this afternoon, so let's just continue to be in that praise mindset and let the Lord have His way today. Hallelujah, but right now we're just going to ask the blessing. Upon the offering, Heavenly Father, we give you praise and glory for you are all things and you are all things to us. Hallelujah. And as we receive the tithes and offering for the week, we thank you. We in turn give back to you in your kingdom to to be used as you see fit for the glory of the kingdom of God. Let all praise and all glory always come back to the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, let everyone say Amen, amen. Brother Bobby, would you help this morning in the absence of Brother Douglas? Thank you. Hallelujah. God bless you as you give. Hallelujah. I had many tears and songs Thank the Lord. Praise his holy name. It's your turn, Sister Jay Lee. Praise the Lord. We are blessed to ha- uh Sister Jaylee Lee had won an award at camp this past week, and I believe she's going to uh share that with us. Tell us about it, so
3: she's nervous, so she sent me up here. Um she Got third place for memory verse. She memorized 32 verses. And then she got first place for her camp theme essay. Um, she says, Mom, for her age group, so for the 10-year-olds, on the way down to camp, we agreed just to do a video. And then she said, I'm bored. And I said, well, write an essay. And she did, and then she won first place. So the point of the essay is the theme is Renew, and you have to write what Renew means to you. And so she did this pretty much all on her own, and um, we might have just helped her with grammar. Um, And she's going to read it. In my opinion, I would say that Renew means that God is just refilling you up with the Holy Spirit because that means the same thing as if you were saying that You're getting baptized, and you're getting refilled, but with the Holy Holy Spirit. Also in Romans 12 and 2, it says, Do not be confirmed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, and is is good and acceptable and perfect. God wants us to know, to. God wants us to renew ourselves, our knowledge, our strengths, our attitudes, and our minds and psalms fifty one and ten says, "Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. I'm excited for what God to renew I'm excited for God to renew me and give me a clean heart."
2: Thank the Lord.
0: <laughs> That's wonderful. That is wonderful. Hallelujah. Y'all don't sit down. <laughs> we're going we're gonna do our meet and greet now and dismiss for children's church. That is that is wonderful. First place, right? To an honor essay. That is that is great. Thank And third place on memory bird. Wow. That is great. All right, let, we're go, we're going to greet one another right now. It feels so good just
1: being here again. It feels so.
2: Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise while you make your way back to your seats. <clears throat> hallelujah. God is good. Amen. And all the time. Amen, amen, hallelujah. I want to um, um, make an announcement. This is, this is what Ronnie was trying to think about a while ago. He, he said he thought there was something else he was supposed to mention. Last week Malachi was in the men's bathroom t- taking off his ring uh, and uh, to wash his hands and um, it's gotten misplaced uh, and so if um, anybody knows about that please uh, um, let him know about it. Uh, I don't know if it went down, down the drain or what but it belonged to his grandfather I think if I'm not r- mistaken. So um, he would like to get this back. It's a sentimental uh, value to him. So if you happen to see that, please let him know. Praise the Lord. Man, was I thrilled. I felt like a kid on Christmas, and I just kind of looked there, and there stood Sister Ruth. um, I don't know what kind of look I had on my face when I realized she was standing there this morning, but it's good to have her here. Amen. (laughs) I'm glad to know that the daughter came through the uh, the surgery that she had really good. That's why she's in town. Uh, and uh, um, we just feel so sorry for Brother Drew down there on them beaches by himself. <laughs> I'm not trying to start nothing now, you know, instigate him. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, praise the Lord. But uh, we're just glad to be here today. We want to welcome those who watching by means of the live stream. And uh, I'm excited for what God did last week at our youth camp. And um, the uh, the conference which coincides with that as we were down there. And uh, God did some pretty awesome things. Uh, some of you already know about this. You heard about it yesterday. But um, we had a miracle offering uh, while we was there, Uh, we're busting at the seams on that campground, don't have nowhere near enough dormitory space for kids, Um, and um, the kitchen is way too small, Uh, uh, and uh, of course the camp has grown so much, and even since we've had to divide it between a junior camp and a senior camp, uh, both camps was still... Full this time, and uh, uh, so we definitely need needed to expand. Um, but uh, the majority of the money that comes in on a normal basis is from the dues from the ministers' license every year. Well, we have our license renewed, and also the church is affiliated member of the ABFC and. And we um, we have a, a renewal fee, and that's the biggest thing that we have to try to to fund everything that we got going on, which is quite a bit of stuff. Uh, but um, there was an anonymous offering, a gift given to the association for three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Glory. Amen. Glory. So when you go down there next year, you're going to see a new multi-purpose building that's been put up uh, uh, and uh, another place for, for, for the kids to get in and get cooled down because it is definitely hot in hot springs. Uh, and uh, so we're just excited about that. But this youth camp is so important. Uh, what we invest in our kids, uh, it never goes to waste. Because you don't know, and you look at that and that essay that, that Jay put together. See, these kids growing up now will be uh, future leaders. And I was blessed, and I, I have been involved in the association for many years, but I didn't know this. But because this year was the 90th anniversary of the association, they had some special guests. And one of them who got up to speak was the United States senator. And he gave his testimony that when he attended youth camp, Right there. That that year was the first, very first use camp. Uh, and this was back in the early 60s. And he was one of only four students that was part of that first camp. But in that first camp, this man, they took him, he, he repented and won the officers. There's a creek across the street on the other side they baptized him in that creek in Jesus' name, came up out of that water speaking in other tongues, and he grew up to become a United States senator. And he said, he, he said and he talked about the men who got that going. Um, one um, who was heavily involved was my pastor, Brother Sheldon, and named some other men. And he said that, um, he said, since I've been serving, and I served in the Senate, he said, I've either sponsored or voted for every pro-life legislation that's come about. I've stood against, and he was he's a senator from Arkansas. I've stood against the LGBT uh, uh, things that they're trying to push. I fought against that. He said, "And all of that that I've been able to do is because of the foundation that was put in me as a child at this campgrounds." He was even he was even an advisor to President Trump when he was in office. So, folks, we have got senators, United States senators, that's connected to us. In our in our association, that's how God has blessed. So, uh, I'm just I'm just thrilled with what's God doing. I love oh, I love you. You. On that on that Monday, pardon me, but I just got to I just got to testify. We. We left the campgrounds out of the, after the mission service when uh, all the missionaries gave their reports and then we went over to Grace Apostolic in town uh, where we did uh, the business meeting for, for the ministers. And they provided a little a little lunch before, before that. And I was sitting there at the table and uh, Brother Douglas was sitting across from me and uh, there was a, a chair at the end of the table, um, uh, and it was empty. And as me and Douglas was um, uh, sitting there talking, this minister came by, sat down, and started up a little small just small talk. and all of a sudden, he started crying. Tears welled up in his eyes, and he said, Brother Pruitt, the reason I came and sat down here, he says, give you a confirmation. He said, God spoke to me and told me that they ain't going to find no blockages in your heart. Over, darling, song start singing that song. God is so good to me. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. It's a maze what He does. And I, I, I told him. I said, "I thank you for that confirmation." I said, "I have gotten that word from others, but I didn't even know this man even knew about the situation that's been going on with me there, as far as." Uh, uh, Having a lot of uh, fatigue and uh, and then uh, uh, one day I had an awful lot of pain hit my chest when I was out trying to weed eat around our house. Now I didn't even know this man even knew anything about that, but he said, and uh, when he came there, so I I knew God had led him there. But this um, this past was it. Was it Thursday I went to the cardiologist? Yeah. I came, came back on Wednesday from the count, and uh, I went to the cardiologist because my main doctor said I needed to see the cardiologist. And uh, uh, he read the, my doctor's report and seen the CAT scan that they did on my heart. Uh, and uh, he said, well, according to the scan that you had here two or three weeks back, it said it looked like there might be some problem areas there. He said, um, "I need to do uh, uh, set you up an appointment for a stress test." He said, "But first, I want to do an uh, EKG uh, to make sure that uh, you know there's not a major thing there that will cause uh, cause you a problem doing that stress uh, stress test." And so they took me in there and hooked all the wires up to me and did that. And then he come back in there just smiling from beer there. He said, "Mr. Pruitt," he says, "your your EKG come back perfect." So I go this Thursday. He set the appointment. I'm going this Thursday to do that uh, stress test, and uh, uh, me, uh, me and that treadmill is going to act like we've been married together, boy. I'm on it. Hallelujah! I'm like crocodile Dundee. No worries. Hallelujah! Glory to God. God's good, and all the time I got. Oh man! Hallelujah! I got to get into the message. Um, we're going to go to um, a couple of places in the Old Testament for our opening text today. We're going to be reading 2 Chronicles chapter 16 and um, verses 1, 2, and 3. Then to save time, we're going to drop down and read verses 7, 8, and 9 uh, uh, to uh, complete our text. First, 2 Chronicles 16 1 2 and 3. In the 36th year of the reign of Asa, Bashai, king of Israel, came up against Judah and built Ramah, that he might let none go out or come in to Asa, king of Judah. Then Asa brought silver and gold from the treasuries of the house of the Lord and of the king's house and sent to Benedict, king of Syria, who dwelt in Damascus, saying, Let there be a treaty between you and me, as there was between my father and your father. Here I have sent you silver and gold. Come, break your treaty with Bashai, king of Israel, so that he will withdraw from me. And then dropping down to verse 7. And at that time, Hananiah, the seer came to Asa king of Judah and said uh, to him, Because you have relied on the king of Syria and have not relied on the Lord your God, therefore the army of the king of Syria has escaped from your hand. Were, Were the Ethiopians and the Luban not a huge army with very many chariots and horsemen? Yet because you relied on the Lord, He delivered them into your hand. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show Him strong on behalf of those whose heart is loyal to Him. In this you have done foolishly. Therefore from now on you shall have wars. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. For the rich presence that's permeated this uh, sanctuary so far today, it has been tremendous, Lord. Now I'm asking God as we get into Your Word that You will uh, lay Your approval upon me and give that that anointing be um, be strong, that I can declare this Word as You placed in my heart. Bless each and every one here, those watching as well. And we'll give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' name that the church say. God bless you and you can be seated. I'm going to ask you a question today. And that question is this. On whom do you rely? On whom do you rely? I will tell you at the offset of this that the Lord changed my direction. I, I had been studying something else, and I thought surely that um, God was going to lead me in a different direction. But all of a sudden, he put this on my heart. And um, the notes I already had wrote out for the other other word, I just kind of put them back. Maybe the Lord will give it for another time. I don't know, but I know this is what he wanted me um, to deliver, basically, the church in this hour and this generation does not know how to rely on the Lord for things like in generations past. Our founding pastor and his wife, and those of you who knew about Brother Hale's family, there was a, a bunch of kids. And there were many times, amen, that there was no food in the pantry. And uh, Sister Hale, our original First Lady, she knew how to pray sacks of groceries delivered on her store doorstep. Amen. They knew not what insurance was. They could not go to a doctor every time they got something. Uh uh, wrong with them? They had, they had to rely on the Lord. I've told you the story in the past. For uh, uh, going going back in the, uh, in the late uh, late fifties, um, somebody was in their yard cutting grass, pushing the old real type mower. Now I've been there. I've done that. I know what that is. Um. I don't know what happened. I don't know how he came about uh, doing it, but he got a finger whacked off by those sharp blades. They did not call the ambulance. They did not call a doctor, but they uh, they picked the they picked up the finger, wrapped it in some toilet paper, and they took off uh, uh, to uh, a preacher's house that they knew. And yes, I'm, I'm sorry if y'all don't believe in woman preachers, but this was a lady preacher, all right? And uh, they took the child to her. And when, when they got there, she took that finger and cleaned it up, took a bottle of no oil like we got right there, pulled that anointing oil on that finger with the nub, stuck it on, they just laid it on there, and wrapped it up real tight, and prayed in Jesus' name. Two weeks after the fact, they unwrapped that finger, and it's like it had been sold back on. Hallelujah. I was in Carthage, Tennessee a few years back of what, before Brother Deweese. Um, was tragically uh, taken out of this life when he was pastoring that church. And I told that story. I was preaching for him that night. After the service, a young man came up and he told me, he said, that story you told? I said, yeah. He said, that was my grandmother. And I thought, wow, hallelujah. You come too late to tell me God's not real. And one reason why you don't see more more of his power Is because you rely on other things than him (laughs) Glory to God We have got to get across some kind of way For this generation to know We need to rely on God We don't need to rely on man We don't need to rely on the government We don't need to rely on this and that We need to learn to rely on God Hallelujah! Our story that I read about takes place when a man by the name of Asa was king of Judah. And uh, Asa was great. He was the great, great grandson of King David. That's who um, King Asa was. His story, if you want to read his full story, you can find it in 1 Kings and then also 2 Chronicles. The scriptures teach us that King Asa did what was good and right in the eyes of the Lord is God. He took away the foreign altars and the high places where they had been worshiping false gods. He commanded Judah to seek the Lord, the God of their fathers, and to keep the law and the commandments. And early on in Asa's reign, there was a group of Ethiopians came up from the south, against Judah and if you read in the Bible the Bible said it was a million man army because it wasn't just Ethiopia but it was also a, a lot of the uh, um, down south of what would be called uh, today Libya all in, and there was a million man, and this come on early in his reign amen and they came uh, uh, they came against him amen They had 300 chariots. All odds were against Asa because he could not muster up half the army that that army was that was going to come against him. So Asa turned to God, the same God he had been serving, the same God that um, uh, he had been uh, having the people to honor him and, and to worship the Lord. He turned to God. 2 Chronicles chapter 14 and verse 11. Notice this. And Asa cried out to the Lord his God and said, Lord, it is nothing for you to help, whether with many or those who have no power. Help us. Oh, Lord, our God, for we rest in you. And in your name, we go against this multitude. In your name, we're going to go against this me and man army. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, you are God. So do not let man prevail against you. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. God. Heard that prayer that Asa prayed when he was still a young man and a young king. And he defeated the, the opens and sent them home packing because he relied on the Lord his God. <laughs> Woo. And when he was returning back from that battle, there was a prophet of God met him on the way back. And I want to read a little bit about that in 2 Chronicles chapter 15, verses 1 and 2. Now, the Spirit of God came upon Azariah, the son of Oded. And he went out to meet Asa and said to him, Hear me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. The Lord is with you while you are with him. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. My, 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 what a promise. Think about that. What a promise. What a word of assurance. The Lord it's going to be with you. Amen. Why are you with him? Amen. What a promise. What a word of assurance. Amen. That, that Asa got from the prophet of God. Who met him on the way from when he just defeated a million man army. Talking about promises. We often talk about the promises of God. And we take pleasure in the thought of the promises. That are found in His Word. And I've got to stop right here. As I mentioned, the promises that are found in His Word, there used to be a little old chorus. A lot of folks used to sing that I never didn't like too much. And don't jump to conclusions till you hear me out completely on this. But this chorus was every promise in the book is mine. Every chapter, every page, every line. I don't want to claim every promise in that book. Because some of them promises are negative. Come on, somebody. I don't want to claim all of those promises. Amen. And I'll give you an example here in just a minute. But think about this word, the promise that God gave you. He said, the Lord is with you while you are with him. You see, most of the promises come from comes with stipulations and conditions. And these conditions affect the outcome of the promise. Amen. Just because you get a promise from God uh, or, or get a word from God does not necessarily mean it's going to 100% come exactly like it said. Because every promise has stipulations and conditions that you have to meet. I, don't know, I know they don't go along with modern uh, religious thinking and thought. Amen. But there are stipulations to the promise of God. God promised through uh, the prophet of God that the Lord is with you, Asa, while you're with him. You see the contrast there? Hallelujah amen the Lord is going to be with you while you're with him he said if you seek him you will find him now you've got to learn how to turn that around Understand? if you don't never seek him you ain't going to never find him come on and then here's one that's a little bit more negative if you forsake him he will forsake you amen We've got to understand this. Hallelujah. Now, that was the promise uh, that Asa got. But somewhere along the way, Asa forgot the stipulations or the promises that the man of God gave him. And he began to rely on flesh rather than on God. Somebody, God's talking to somebody right here. So I'm asking you today, On whom or on what do you rely? What do you depend on? What do you depend on? We have moved away from depending more on God because one thing, because of our blessings, like Asa, he was blessed by God tremendously. And I can, I can remember the time and uh, back Sister Darlene and myself and, and, and our lifetime in our marriage, I can remember the time that, that it uh, it was on your knees praying to God every uh, just about every week that you'd have enough food for you and the kids be able to pay the bills. I did not have the ability that God has blessed me with today And it's so much easier when I have a financial need instead of going to God and talking to Him first. I got a pocketbook full, a whole lot more than what I need, of credit cards. And it's so easy to pull one of them out. You see what I'm saying? We've got so many different things that basically takes the place. Now, it's God that's blessed us, blessed me to the point. the credit and everything standing that I have, that I I can do that. But just because I have been blessed to a certain point don't mean, uh, mean that I need to make God a spare wheel. I need to make him the steering wheel of my vehicle. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. We need to start relying more upon God. Now there's a couple of things I want to bring out and I'll try not to hold you long on this. But what are we going to rely on? Number one, I want to talk about relying on the name. Hallelujah. Relying on the name. Now, now we're going to fast forward to King Asa. He has been serving or reigning as king for 36 years. 36 years, and God decided to test Asa's allegiance by allowing another king to come against him. I was talking about this um, uh, with with Chase and Mindy yesterday. Sometimes God, uh, God does not do all good things and perfect things comes down from above and the father of life they come, they, they come the good things God does not ordain bad amen but God will allow things to happen in your life sometimes to test you to test your allegiance to test where you really stand with him And so God will allow things to come against you here and there. Amen. Not that He is doing it, but He's allowing. See, God allowed Satan to come against Job. But he still put limitations on. Oh, hallelujah. I can stick out my chest and I can call call that old devil everything I want to call him and not be afraid of him because I know my daddy's got my back. And I know the devil can't touch me the only, unless unless my daddy lets him do it. Glory. Hallelujah. Whew, man, I got electricity running through me right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. So there are some times... Things might be happening that God will allow to happen to test your resolve, to test your allegiance, to see where you really stand. And God decided to test Asia's allegiance by allowing another king to come against him. And his trust in God, this time, Brother Kyle, was nowhere to be found. This army that's come against him now wasn't nothing compared to that million-man army that come against him when he was a young man. But now this army, things was different. His trust in God was nowhere to be found. He began to trust in weapons of war rather than in the name of the Lord his God. I'm telling you today, church, We have a reliance today. Amen. We need to learn to rely on the name of the Lord. Psalms 20 and 7. Some trust in chariots and some in horses. But we, hallelujah, look at your neighbor and say we, will remember what? The name of the Lord our God. Hallelujah. Oh, glory, hallelujah. Let me tell you something now. I, I believe in that name. I give God praise for that name. I glorify that name. And let me tell you something Hallelujah. The name is not just for water baptism. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Some of you take on the name in water baptism and you forget it. But you need to make the name of Jesus an everyday part of your life. Hallelujah. Just a mention of his name would make millions of devils tremble and run the other way. Hallelujah. Like that course we sang, there's power in the name, there's healing in the name. Glory to God, deliverance in the name. Glory to God, starting the line on the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I use it for baptism, but That's not where it ends. You need need to make mention of that name every day of your life. Hallelujah. Matter of fact, when you wake up in the morning open your eyes, you ought to say good morning, Jesus. Every day. Hallelujah. Reliance on that name. Proverbs 18 and 10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower the righteous run to it and are safe the name of the Lord is a strong back in those days the towers was the fort of the city usually among the wall and that's where they had their strength that tower no matter what kind of enemy came against them they would they would go in that tower. Hallelujah. Well, the Bible tells us that the name of the Lord is a strong tower. Now, if you notice this scripture here, the uh, New King James Version, they got a little mix up right here that I don't really really like. If you go to the other the, the original King James, and if you, if you go to some of the uh, other translations that I taught you about that. that are are closer to the original, they all say the Rogers runneth into it. There's a difference in running to something and getting in it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm not telling you today just to run to the name. I'm telling you to get in the name. Hallelujah. The Rogers run into it. Woo. My Lord, my Lord, my Lord. I got to move on. I'm feeling good, but I got to move. Hallelujah! I'm not preaching like a guy with hard problems. I'm a Hallelujah, Lord of God. I got breath in my lungs. I'm feeling good
4: right now. Hallelujah.
2: Let's talk a little bit about the armor of flesh can't compete. All these other things that you rely on, the armor of flesh can't compete against the name of the Lord. Come on. The Lord taught me years ago, and I got the Bible says, "Give credit and honor to whom honors due." My precious wife here had. Had to teach us hard-headed preachers some things down in life, and there were times when maybe when things weren't looking good on the job, possibility of a layoff coming, what all this, and, and then being a dad who loves his family and three the, uh, stair-step kids, I begin to. I began. Well, I, I I shouldn't sugarcoat it. I just begin to worry. You know, huh? if I get laid off, what's going to happen? Because I've, I've been there. I, I've been, I've been laid off from from some. So I know. I know what it is. But she told me one time. She said, "You you need to quit worrying about that, because that job. Is not your source."
4: God's my source. And that's what you need to understand.
2: Don't give a flip about that job because if you fall out dead tomorrow, they're going to find another turkey to take your place and keep on trucking. Huh? Glory to God. Some people get so tied up uh, and, and trying so hard to make a living that they never make a life. Amen, and I say that because their their family suffers, their church suffers, everything. Hallelujah! Listen, let me tell you some folks: we wasn't put here to stay forever. We're just passing through. And if you make God your source instead of your job, instead of this, instead of everything else, I don't care what goes on in this world and all these. Predictions that's going about to we're gonna this is going to happen that's going to happen well let it happen I know what the book says is going to happen is going to happen but guess what I know God's people win in the end and David when he was an old man said I have been young and now I'm old but there's two things. I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor their seed begging bread. All three of our children are, are are doing great today financially because they're our seed. And they're being blessed by some foundations that we laid. Hallelujah. And far as I know, all three of them has reached a level salary-wise that I never did come to. Amen. See, folks, I'm trying to tell you, you can't lose with what I use. Amen. I don't need to have a big bank account to be secure. I don't need. I don't need to have a lot of money. I think I got three tens and a dollar bill in my billfold right now. I think it's about all I got right now. Hallelujah. But I, I, that kind of stuff don't bother me. Hallelujah. Because my father, hallelujah, he owns it all. Hallelujah. And he knows what I need before I even ask. And I promise you, I'll stand here before you with my hand out. He's answered my prayers before, before I even prayed him. to you. So the arm of flesh can't compete against the name of the Lord. But there are many, even in the church, who rely on the arm of flesh for their resource of power. Now that phrase, arm of flesh, in Scripture represents human ability, human strength, and human know-how. A lot of people depend more on what they got up here than what they got in here. Your human ability can't compete against what God wants to make available to you if you seek Him. If you'll seek Him. Simply put, people today, we trust more in what has been created than the one who did the creating. Did you catch that? We trust more on what has been created than the one who created it. Wouldn't, wouldn't it make, it don't it make any sense at all that the, the one who created has got to have more power than the creation itself? Hallelujah. Second Chronicles 32 and 1. And after these deeds, here's another man. Let I me, mean, some, there was another king. His name was Hezekiah. And he was the king of Judah. And he had armies come against him. And man, uh, Sennacherib was the, was the dude. And man, he got out there and he was talking all kind of smack. Hallelujah. Getting out there and hollering to the people of of, um, of of Israel and saying, "Don't let Hezekiah mislead you and say God is going to deliver you." Look at all these other nations that we've come against and we wiped them all out. What was their God? Well, number one, the gods them other countries served was false idols. They wasn't God Jehovah. Hallelujah. But old Sennacherib, the man, he was talking all kind of smack. But it didn't phase Hezekiah. Sennacherib, king of Assyria, came and entered Judah. He encamped against the fortified cities, taking, thinking to win them over to himself. Let me tell you something. The devil thinks he's going to be able to get you and he's going to wrap you up. Amen. He'll, he'll, he'll talk all kind of smack to you. he said, well, you done tried this time and failed. You, you tried before and you failed. You just will to hang it up. You need to remind that devil who the God is that you're serving. Because God does not care how many times you fall. He don't count that. He only counts the times you get back up. Hello, Somebody. Glory to the name of the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. So King Sennacherib was thinking that he was going to win over all that to, him, to himself. 2 Chronicles 32, 6 and 8. Let's go down to verse 6. Then he sent military captains over the people, gathered them together to him in the open square of the city gate and gave them encouragement, saying, notice now, Heza, uh, Sennacherib was standing over here on the hillside somewhere sending out messengers. man, I'm fixing to come down and I'm going to be on you like white on rice. You can't get out of my hand. Hezekiah began to encourage the people and this is what he told them. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed Before the king of Assyria. No, before all the multitude that is with them. (laughs) For there are more with us than with them. Oh, my, my, my. There are more with us than with them. Here's what he says now. With him, talking about Sennacherib, is the arm of flesh. But with us is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles. And the people were strengthened by the words of Hezekiah, king of Judah. Do you see the difference in Hezekiah and Asa? Hallelujah. Hezekiah put his reliance upon God. And when he said, there'd be more for us than our, he wasn't talking about those men in his army. He wasn't talking about the one in the army. Let me show you how miraculous God would be if you just dare trust Him a little bit and what God, amen, can do. 2 Chronicles 32 verses 20. Now because of this, King Hezekiah and the prophet Isaiah. Anybody heard of Isaiah? I'm, I'm sure. The son of Amos prayed and cried out to heaven. They didn't. They didn't get to the army of and say, "Okay, you ten inch about face. Let's get some training in here, boys. We got an army coming against us." But the king got the prophet. And they begin to pray. Hallelujah. Then the Lord sent an angel who cut down every mighty man of valor, leader, and captain in the camp of the king of Assyria. So he returned, amen, shamefaced. A southern boy said with his tail tucked between his legs. Hallelujah. To his own land. And when he had gone into the temple of his God, some of his own offspring, think about this now, struck him down with the sword there. Wound up being killed by his own family, his own children. Think about that. That's the difference in relying on God and relying on flesh. I'm going to stop right there. I know God wanted this message heard today. Because like I said at the beginning, He changed my message. And we I want to ask you, on whom do you rely? You better get it in your mind because we don't know what we're gonna we're gonna see in the near future. We know what the Bible says it's gonna be as we get closer to the end. And I really feel uh, in my spirit that there are some things that's going to be happening. I told you a while ago that the church is not relying upon God. God is going to allow some things to happen to teach us to rely on Him more. We're going to face some things that you ain't going to be able to figure out on your own. We're going to face some things that your ingenuity is not going to get you through. Not because God hates you or He wants to see you destroyed. He just wants you to learn to trust Him for a change. Trust Him. I'm going to ask everybody to stand. I want them to put our song on. We've been using for the past few weeks. If anybody wants prayer, the altar is open. Whatever you need. I will thank you and praise you.
4: Maybe somebody just needs
2: to come and just stand and ask God for forgiveness. Say, Lord, I've been relying on too much of other stuff rather than you. Maybe somebody needs to stand and pray. Say, so, Lord, help me. Help me to learn to rely on you more, to trust you more. Hallelujah.
4: There to be yes, Lord. i come to be rescued i come yes, Let's
2: give the Lord a hand clap of praise. I hope and pray that we all learn to rely more on God. Because plain statement, it's in our better interest. Because everything else that we rely on other than God is going to fail. It's not going to hold up. Hallelujah. It's a it's a broken cistern. It's like one of Brother Hale's favorite scriptures. I have read that verse behind him many times while he's preaching when he said, My people have committed two evils. They've forsaken me the fountain of living waters and you not cisterns. Broken cisterns, you can't hold the water. I've drank a lot of kind of water in my day, but nothing is as dirty as cistern water. Lord of mercy, can and that shows you can't nothing compare to what God. God is the living water. Amen. He's yeah. the living water. I appreciate you being here today, everybody uh, that's come. Those watching online, uh, remember, please um, sign up uh, uh, something for our uh, refreshments and snack after our fellowship meeting. Um, just throw a piece of ham and a piece of cheese on some bread or pimento cheese or something. We're going to have a little fellowship with Bowling Green Church. And um, Wednesday night our Bible study. I'll be starting a brand new study Wednesday night. So uh, get in in at the first one. Praise the Lord. Let's bow our heads and thank God for the service. Father, we come today. We thank you and praise you for this service. It has been rich in the spirit. We have felt you, Lord. And we thank you for it, God. I speak blessings and peace upon every individual, and family here today. I ask your blessings upon each and every one. Help us, God, to learn to rely on you more every day and trust you more. Let us go to you first and not be the last resort. Keep everybody safe on the road as you travel home. In Jesus' name, that the church say, God bless
4: you. We love you.